I'm the girl over here talking about money. Does anyone want to talk about money? And everyone's like, ah, tell us what to do <laughs> with our money. So this is the time to get clear on your interest rates. Get clear about um, where your money is going. The sun is coming up. Are you ready to go? We can take a ride. We can take it slow. It's your boy, Paul Fishman, self-love coach and you-do-you activist. Excited to welcome you on the road to self-love. Each week, I'm going to be joined by a very special guest in my car as we travel, literally and figuratively, on the road to self-love. We're going to have very candid conversation about life, self-love, business, and so much more, all with the goal of giving you the tools that you need to learn how to love yourself unconditionally. I hope you're ready, so let's get buckled up, because here we go. Oh, hey, self-lovers. Welcome back to another episode of The Road to Self-Love. It's your boy, Paul Fishman, self-love coach and you-do-you activist. So honored and so excited that you are here for another episode of what? (laughs) The Road to Self-Love. Now, today I have a very special guest and I mean, let's be real, every guest is a special guest. But today I am joined by Sandra Graham and she, I cannot, I don't know how else to say this, but she's been on Oprah, period. (laughs) She has been on Oprah, and I mean, basically, because she's been on Oprah, that means I'm going to be on Oprah, right? Because I know her, and she knows Oprah, and Oprah isn't even a show anymore, but it's a thing. It's a thing. I've decided. So I hope you're ready for me to be on Oprah now, because Sandra's been on Oprah. This is how things work in the universe, right? I think. I'm I'm not sure. Don't ask. Don't. Don't quote me on that. So Sandra is a money goddess, a money queen. She is a smart cookie, if you will. And we are talking all about money, money mindset during the pandemic, during COVID-19, how to get your money in order and how to make sure that scarcity is never a thing for you again. And I'm really excited because not only does Sandra share her story and um, reinforce my dream and desire to be on Oprah, yes, I said it one more time, I want to be on Oprah, even though Oprah isn't the thing anymore, we've had this conversation already. Okay, get it together, Paul. Not only that, but she offers some really great advice to get you started right away on your money journey. So without further ado, let's get buckled up and get ready because here we go. All right. Well, welcome back to the Road to Self Love. It's your boy Paul Fishman, self love coach and you do you activist. I am joined today by Sandra Graham. She is a money expert from Smart Cookies, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited. Now, Sandra reached out and she was like, "Paul, let's talk about money during the pandemic. Like, what's going on? What's going down? What's not going all around?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, let's do that because I think not only during the p- pandemic, but like." going forward money is just a different ball game and like I've been experiencing a lot of scarcity that I don't even think is mine but before we hop into all of that yeah Sandra I'd love for you because self-love for me is like the devotion to your individuality Mm. so I'd love for you to express who you are as an individual for for the people yeah, and I, I love that. I love your definition of self-love and, and what that is and everything you do, which is exactly why I reached out to you. So um, for me as an individual, so um, I guess a little bit about who I am and how 
because I am not a certified financial planner. Like that is not my shtick. I did not go to, I went to school. I went to school in Canada. I studied psychology. Like this is not my background. And how I, how I came to be in this space was it was myself and five girlfriends and we were living in Vancouver and we just wanted to get our shit together when it came to our money. And so what happened, um, and Paul, I feel like you'll you'll really get this, is that we decided to come together as girlfriends and for the first time have like a really honest conversation about money, which we never, ever, ever, ever talk about with our friends. And so um, that conversation led to the five of us creating what we call the money club. And so every week we would get together and help each other reach our financial goals. And we ended up in that year being super successful, paid off a bunch of debt, increased our earnings. And we ended up on Oprah a year later to share our story about how, how we did it and how we had become friends and how every area of our lives had, um, had been impacted and grown and evolved from that conversation that started about money, but it was so much more than money. And so that was, that was 12 years ago. And so the business of smart cookies, <sighs> was born on Oprah's stage where, <laughs> where you would hope, you know, and so that, um, that's, that's where it is today. And that's a little bit about me and, and what I do and how I help, how I help others reach their financial goals too. That's so cool. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, Oprah here, I, I'm on my way to go in to see Oprah. So yes, this is great. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm just putting it out there. I haven't had that confirmed. Oprah, if you're listening, like, see you soon. I think we just confirmed it. I think that that's okay. Great. I like it. <laughs> how I you know, is... just will it into being. That's literally how yeah. I how I do everything in life. I'm so into this, and and what I love is that like you had an honest conversation with your girlfriends about money, and this is something that you know when I stepped into the the self love coaching space and talking about my story, like. A big piece of my story that I haven't really been talking about as much because um, I attracted a lot of people in major credit card debt who couldn't pay for me, like my, my services. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're listening to this, FYI, broke marketing attracts broke clients. So yeah. um, that, that was something that was a, a struggle for me. Mm -hmm. But I, I had $75,000 worth of credit card debt. Mm -hmm. And that's what, at the age of 29, forced me to move home and quit a job that was really well-paying but i was like drowning in debt and interest and all this kind of stuff and and um it was a big turning point for me to get my shit together financially yeah, yeah. and it's so it's such a powerful thing and i don't know if you experience this too paul it's like when you step into that and you take control, take the control back i think in any area of your life right and you look at you know what what allowed you to get into that situation and when you work do the work to get out of it like so many other things shift in your life in a positive way when you do that and when you face it with vulnerability and you do the work for yourself and you also can say it out loud without the like the money is such a we carry a lot of like shame and emotion and guilt and so many things about that when really you know as you said it's such an energetic flow and mm -hmm. Um, but what, when you have, when you have those breakthrough conversations, um, and you do the work so much good is on the other side of that, that goes far beyond, you know, seeing that zero balance on your credit card 
is amazing, but then you're like, well, what else can I do? Like, this is just the beginning, and that's where things go and grow, and um, that's such a cool thing. So although we go through those experiences, I think our biggest financial setbacks, and I think for a lot of people right now, we're in that. People are scared. People are feeling those feelings of scarcity, and, and it's sometimes it's not feeling. Like, it's real. <laughs> it's a real situation, um, but those financial setbacks can become your greatest comebacks if you're willing to sort of see that opportunity and see what's on the other side of this. Ooh, I feel that. So, um, I mean, I'd just love to like dive deep into, maybe we can like tell a story about like maybe a, a, um, someone that you see, like what's the, what do you normally see with people who are in debt? Like what does that debt come from? Yeah. And maybe we can tell a story of like why they rack the debt up, how do they stop the debt and how do they mm -hmm. move away from it yeah I'm working with an amazing um woman right now and she i relate to her story so much she's um in la and she is successful she has a super successful business that she runs with her husband um and they're making good money but she got into this space where there was some emotional spending and there was a, a lot of this you wanted to she was successful but she was like almost wanting to over project that image of success, right? And mm -hmm. like going out, you know, she was successful, but maybe, you know, you're going out with people, even if you're making, you know, let's say you're making $60,000 a year, that's great money. But then you're going out to dinner with people who are making seven figures and you're trying to, you know, keep up in a way that isn't, um, maybe isn't sustainable. So there was a little of that, and then it was just the habits that kept building. And I think the more debt that was built, the more like you want to hide that and bury it and not face it. So that is an example of a situation, and I find that so often. And sometimes, you know, we get into debt because situations put us in there, and sometimes it's just our own um, our own habits and we, we get in our own way in that sense. Mm -hmm. And so what we talk about, I mean, we can work through the systems of like prioritizing the debt and like paying it down. But like, honestly, the biggest breakthroughs are just like having that moment where you look at the numbers, first of all, like what are the balances? What are the interest rate? And then emotionally just saying that out loud and having a conversation with someone to be like, and often it's a super emotional thing and saying, you know, it's not your fault. It's like, it's okay. This happens to everybody. And really letting that like emotional side of it go, recognizing the, the emotional triggers that have got you into that space so that you can just acknowledge them going forward. Um, and then working together to put the plan in place. And then that becomes something so empowering once they're making, um, taking those steps to, to, to ditch the debt. But, you know, I think it, it really is, um, there's a lot of emotion and there's a lot of, sometimes we spend, we spend for a lot of different reasons, but I see, I see it a lot of, you feel like you need to spend money to project this image of, you, you almost want more, you, you're looking for that self-worth a little bit too. Right. And so, yeah. um, it's, it's this weird thing where you feel like you can buy it and we know that you can't, we know that you can't do mm. that. Right. Mm -hmm. I worked for Louis Vuitton and Cartier and yeah. I was, um, the client services manager. So my job was to go out yeah. with these millionaires 
and you know the company would be paying for it but they're you know i'd be like oh my gosh i have to dress the part and you know i I got a discount but it was still like i'm spending a lot of money so i can totally relate to that like wanting to project this this look of wealth when clearly i'm not i'm a retail salesperson i'm not making as much as my clients are but yeah there's like this expectation to be at that same level and i think that like this is kind of a, an overarching theme in a lot of life, a lot of like capitalism and just the journey of being an entrepreneur and even just a yeah. human. It's like, yeah, you are expected to have the house, have the two and a half kids, the white picket fence, yeah. the dog, yeah. you know, the, the, the BMW, whatever it might be. And like, at the end of the day, do we need that? Yeah. And is it worth, yeah, is it worth it? Totally. And for some people that might be super important and that's okay. And for some people it might not be, but like understanding Mm. what you truly, really want, like stripped away of what you think society wants of you, like that, that's where the real breakthroughs come through. And that's where I get excited to, to work with people and help them cut through all that. Because really like when you look at what you really want, like, this stuff and and it's so freeing when you're like I don't even like being at home right now are you finding this but like you look at every little thing in your space and you're like what is this doing here like why is this here my 60 60 pairs of luxury shoes like (laughs) like pair shoes I haven't even worn I'm just like oh okay you were the reason I suffered so much (laughs) thanks I bless you, know, you and I release you. <laughs> I release you. I don't even wear shoes anymore. You know? <laughs> I know. I would eat shoes. Pants. Who needs pants? No, but it's so mm-hmm. true. It's, it's like all of a sudden we're all looking at our stuff and our money with a fresh set of eyes. And I um, I think that's a gift. I, I do think we're all going to come out of this with some uh, evolved habits and, and ways of doing things. So um, this is all really powerful stuff. And I want to dig really, really deep into this idea of like, first of all, like I know that my audience really has, first of all, like lack of self-worth is lack of self-love. So it's like the idea of worthiness in itself. So I know that I had so much shame around my debt. Mm-hmm. And I had so much shame, even when I started my business around not having a six figure business, which I feel like is the big, like the big selling terms. Yeah. And, 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 and anyway, so it's just like, what would you say to the person who's like, oh my gosh, Sandra, mm-hmm. I need your help, mm-hmm. but like, I'm already in debt. I can't go in further in debt to, to hire you. Like, yeah. I'm sure you run into that issue a lot. Like, ah. what would you say to the person who's, who's scared to invest more money in changing everything? Yeah. So there's two things there. If it literally is, and I've had this situation before where they're like, I, it's either I pay you or I put food on the table. I'm like, no, like you need to go put food on the table. Like that is not, that is not the right situation. But here's what I will say that, of the people who I work with, and some of them are in debt and some of them are not, but the ones who are in debt, what I ask is, okay, so let's say the program and I always offer payment plans is like $37 a month. I'm like, will you tonight be on Amazon and spend that $37 on a whatever random thing? Or do you want to take this as the first step and put your money where your heart is and where your dreams are and what is really important to you and you as a person 
and make this the first step in doing that? And so that's the question. And immediately, most people are like, yes, like 100%, like that money is going to be spent anyways. So what I would rather, and that's even for someone who hasn't, um, you know, is learning about investing and maybe, and I mean like investing in the market or investing in a coaching program or something that's going to either pay you financial dividends or just dividends in being a better person and growing. Um, that's a really important first step to take. And again, the money is going to be spent anyways, if that is the case, then starting that practice of putting it towards what is truly meaningful to you is, is really important. And I also see that when you invest in a program or when you invest in like working with someone like you, you are going to get so much more out of that. Like when you have skin in the game, you're like, okay, like I'm, I'm in this. And Paul, you and I are doing a mentorship program together right now too. And it's like, when you have skin in that game, you're like, heck yes, I'm showing up. Like I'm going to do the work. I'm going to get the ROI from this and I'm going to make it happen. So, um, yeah, that's, that's usually how that conversation evolves. And that's sort of the first step in growing, um, you know, having financial wellness and and having that self-love for yourself financially too. Mm. First of all, um, I love that your program is only $37 a month. Like if you're listening to this and you are struggling with any type of financial mindset, like, I mean, you're, there's, there's going to be a place that you're going and you're signing up today. Like you're listening to this, you're going, you're doing it. Like, I'm like, do I want to go do this right now? Just because I want to learn, you know? So, um, hold on. I got to go sign up. Yeah, totally. (laughs) But, um, uh, I mean, I'm gonna put it, we'll talk about links and everything at the end, but I'll put, put, I'll link it all in the show notes. Um, so what I'm hearing is that it's all a choice. Like the way you spend your money, it's a choice and you, you get to make that decision. And I think a lot of us get stuck in the blame game, blaming others for the fact, like blaming your kids that you have to pay for the, their school supplies, or you have to pay for, uh, you know, a zoom membership or whatever it might be. And, and the reality is, is like, you decided to have the kids. Yeah. Yeah. So take ownership, like take ownership of all these things. So if someone's um, listening to this and they're just like, okay, so now I'm really living in scarcity though, because the, we don't, a lot of us have lost our jobs. We don't have that stability anymore. We might not have healthcare anymore. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot, like the feels like everything crumbling on top of us. A, I'd love to know like you, what your thoughts are on that. And B, like if you have any silver lining that you can offer from a financial standpoint around all of this happening. Yeah. Okay. So I do think silver linings for sure. So I'll talk about that in a minute. So, but first like action steps, if you really are like, what the F do I do? Like I am freaking out. I'm in disaster. I'm in crisis mode. Um, what you want to do is so typically, so, so let's say you've got your stimulus check um, and you're like, what do I do with this money at this point? So if you have that money coming in, um, it, and if you have debt at the same time, first of all, 
this is the time to be calling your credit card companies, um, calling your cell phone provider, calling your cable provider, calling your insurance provider um, and saying, you know, can I have forgiveness on my payment? Do I have to pay interest? It doesn't mean you're not going to have to pay ever, but if you can defer that payment for a few months, just to give like give yourself some breathing room, take that weight off your shoulders, put that money, um, that stimulus money or whatever money you have coming in. If you um, applied for uh, payment protection, if you applied for EI, um, by the way, as a solopreneur, um, even if you aren't, some people are like, oh, I don't know if I should apply for PPP or all <laughs> they're like the CBA, the PPP, the EITL, like all the things you can and you should just apply and see what happens. It is a proper gong show. It takes a lot of work, but it could be immediate relief for you. Um, so, so have that cash coming in and put it towards paying your bills. Like that is like, you need to put food on the table. You need to stay in your home. Like those are top priorities. Um, mm -hmm. So, so doing that, that said, it's also an amazing time to just be, looking at the numbers. I feel like I always, when we're talking about money, I'm always like, I'm the girl over here talking about money. Does anyone want to talk about money? And everyone's like, ah, tell us what to do <laughs> with our money. So this is the time to get clear on your interest rates, get clear about um, where your money is going, looking at your spending. This is an exercise that I think this is a beautiful time to do. And I call it the spending edit. So go back and look at where your money has been going to the shoes, to all the things and really look at it from a perspective of if I'm being honest with myself, would I have rather have had this money go towards something else or to have that savings account um, that was going to give me peace of mind right now and add up what that number is. And could be fifty dollars. It could be a hundred dollars. It could be more than five hundred dollars a month. But what that number? What's so cool about that number is that that is money that is available to you to going forward to be put towards your goals and building that wealth and having that positive money experience in your life. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be looking at our money and our finances with a fresh set of eyes now. And I think that that is the silver lining. So if you have that time at home and you're digging through your online banking and all the things, now is the time to do it and be gentle with yourself. Like it's not a point. This isn't about like blaming yourself or if you're doing this with your partner, like that is not, this is not the quarantine situation where you want to be like, you spent what on what? Like I don't do that, but look at it from a place of like, are we really spending our money on what's really important to us? And what could we do doing going forward now to take this shift and really build on that and create something beautiful on the other side? Mm, that's, that's really powerful advice. And, and um, I find that a lot of my spending that is unnecessary yeah. uh, has definitely gone down since all of this happened. And also I find that whenever I personally want to go spend money, it's because it's like, I'm feeling out of control and it's a way for me to control. Yeah. Yeah. That's super powerful. And it's, yeah. Cause it's in that moment. Right. And you're like, okay, I can get the, the quick fix and I can, mm. and I made this money. Right. Sometimes I'm like, as an entrepreneur, I don't know if you feel like that, Paul, but sometimes, and I, as a woman, I'm like, I make my own money. I can go buy what I want. And then I'm like, who am I like impressing here? Like, good for you. You made your own money and you went and bought the dang thing. Like, great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, just really looking at things with a, a different, a different set of eyes. And yeah, whether it's 
control. I also think, you know, people who are maybe spending more money right now and even like online shopping and, and impulse shopping, um, even taking, you know, a couple of days and just noticing when you're feeling triggered to do that. You know, is it when you're feeling emotional? Are you feeling really anxious? Again, are you feeling out of control? And that's the one piece of thing that you can control is, you know, making that order and having that Amazon delivery arrive. Um, but then paying attention to like how it feels when you have it, how it feels when you look at it and just connecting with that. I mean, it's a, it's a process. This isn't reaching your money goals. Isn't a numbers game. It's a humanity game. It's a, it's a mindset mm -hmm. game. And so um, using that time to really understand where you're coming from, if you're finding yourself in those situations. Hmm. Um, I totally agree. And I think that it's really interesting because as I listen to a lot of the tools that you are sharing, yeah. these are the exact same tools that I use with my clients yeah. to, you know, understand when they are in their self-sabotage cycle or yeah. experiencing anxiety. It's like getting to the bottom, like what's underneath the need to spend money yes. or the, the need to emotionally eat or whatever it is. There's always something underneath it. There's a trauma, a wounding, and then we just get to look at it and look at it in the eyes and just be like, hey, you don't control me any longer. Yeah. And, and like that in itself can be so empowering. Yeah. Totally. And, and, and I've been, I've been working with an accountant who's teaching me how to like be my own CFO. And it's yeah. been so empowering for me to like look at my numbers and see like, oh, wow, all of those like monthly software subscriptions, those add up to like $550 a month, mm -hmm. you know? And then on top of that, I have my car payment and then I have my team and it's just like, oh, we're walking away with $50 profit for the month. Yes. Yeah. But you have like, what's going on, Paul? What can I cut? What can I do? And it's like, yeah. it's a, it's, oh, it's almost fun. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I, I love that. I love that. Cause once you dig into it and you, because then it makes, you know, business or money can be, it can be an overwhelming thing when you don't have a pulse on where the money is going. But when you do, and again, it's not about controlling, it's just about like noticing it and seeing, and then you can make more empowered decisions, right? It's like, yeah. okay, like where can I get lean and scrappy with my expenses, which I'm all about that. And also, okay, you know, if we need to be making, you know, was that investment worth it? If at the end of the day, you know, it wasn't getting the ROI that you thought it would. And you can start making informed business decisions. And that's such a, that's like the sexiest thing about learning um, mm -hmm. taking control of, of your money, especially in business. So I love that you're doing that right now. That's like my love language. I'm like, yes, let's nerd out on this all day. Let's do it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I had to pull over. I had to check in. How are you doing really? Like, Truly, truly, how are you feeling? What's going on for you? I want you to know that I am here for you, 100% here for you. And I have opened up my phone for you. Yes, I'm dropping my phone number for you right now because I want to support you. I want you to know that if you're struggling through something, you can shoot me a text. We can chat about it. Yes, this is a real thing. This is my real number. It is a 619 area code, which is San Diego fam. Yep. So all you got to do to get in touch with me. And by the way, every Wednesday, I'm going to be texting you a mantra that is going to get you in it to win it and really on that self-love journey. All you got to do is text me at 619-202-8353. And if you wouldn't mind just 
text me with the word self-lover and that will let me know that you found this phone number on the pod. All right, let's get buckled up. Let's get back into the episode. I know you're hungry for more. Let's do it. So I think this is the perfect time, although we aren't in the car, you know, we can't be in the car together, unfortunately. I would love to play a little road trip game with you. Okay, yeah. Um, So we play this game, and it's called um, We're Not Really Strangers. It's it's picking up um, a bunch of... uh, there's this amazing Instagram account, We're Not Really Strangers, and she came out with this game that uh, has all these different cards, and they're just like really impactful questions, and I would normally have you choose one, but since you're not, you're not with me, I'm going to choose it. Okay. Um, so the one that I chose, um, the question is, what are you currently unlearning in your life? Oh my gosh. I, woo, this is like a deep one. Um... I am unlearning how to, especially with, so I I have two kiddos, um, and so we're, like, in the homeschool, we're with each other all the day (laughs) time, and so what I'm noticing is that I do project some of my own, like, um, even things with, with money, for example, so I'll dig into this, like, for me, it is, like, so, so, so important at my core for women to be financially independent. Um, but I also think there's like a healthy way to have, <laughs> to have that, um, to have that mindset, right? So um, I'm unlearning how to like project some of the things that like I hold really tight on onto my kids, right? So like allowing them to make their own mistakes with money. So we're like giving my son allowance now we're doing those things. Um, so that example is top of mind, but I'm just seeing, I'm, I'm unlearning how to like projecting my own stuff onto my kid. <laughs> let's hope, let's hope that doesn't come back to me in like yeah. <laughs> I am sure that so many people listening can learn that a lot of my clients are moms and a lot of my <laughs> audience are moms. And, yeah. and, and the biggest question that we run into all the time is like, how do I know that I'm doing a good job? Yeah. How do I, and, and you don't, and you, you don't. don't know that you're doing good. All you're doing is your best, yeah. right? Because, totally. and, and, and the something that's helped me, although I, I can't really say if it's like as applicable to, applicable to moms as it is to me yeah. as, as a coach with clients is that like, it's not my job to do anything, but be the coach, you know, it's, yeah. it's not my job to, to make them do the work. It's not my job to, for them to be successful. It's my job to show up, do what I said I would do. So as a parent, it's your job to show up as a parent, Mm. you know, to like do the allowance. But like you said, let your son make the mistake with the money. Yeah, exactly. Spend all of his allowance on bubble gum or whatever these kids spend their allowance (laughs) on these days. Exactly. That would be (laughs) like Fortnite or something. Yeah, Fortnite, exactly. <laughs> so um you said something that uh, oh wait wait I I'm skipping over I get to answer the question too what oh yeah I'm yeah. learning I can't get away with this um what I am currently unlearning is that um what I'm really struggling with right now is that being a self-love coach and being doing this full-time for two years and building a business part-time prior to that um has been like 
the reason I've gotten to where I am today mm-hmm. because I'm a man in a female dominated niche mm-hmm. and I'm like fun and exciting and just like this. I like to think of my line of work as edutainment. Yes. You know, I'm educational, but I'm also entertaining. Absolutely. And um, I'm currently working with a coach who's just like, Paul, you are that. But like when your clients get into their program, you are so good at like just reprogramming them and like have they have massive shifts so quickly and looking at your Instagram I wouldn't know that about Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. when I I, I'm unlearning this whole idea that you have to be the same for the rest of your life yeah and like what what got me to where I am now is going to what's get is what is going to get me to where I am next year the year before so Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. I've been like dancing around with like this oh my gosh am I changing my Instagram bio am I not just like and I've been talking about things that aren't self-love and and it and it's kind of been landing but people are like what where is this coming from and like yeah so there's there's lots of like um so I'm just unlearning that and it's been oh my gosh it's been a massive death of my ego and it's been so painful because it's just like almost exhausting because yes I'm like but I amassed a, a huge following I got into amazing podcast yeah, yeah. launched a top 100 podcast because of self-love yeah yeah but there's so much more to me and I, I'm oh. working with clients on launching businesses and all yeah. these types of things yeah. so yeah so like I can I understand that you can probably relate I I feel like we could have a whole nother call about this and jam on this I mean that's been honestly like I had such an identity crisis for like the whole story of um we can go again this is like be opening up a can of worms here but you know I bought the business partners from the other smart cookies girls when I had my son and so took over the entire business and have been playing with that for years right like who, what what's my face as this business and like things have grown so much since you know yes personal finance but now it's also like business finance and I have a family now and it's all the things right and so yeah I mean that's a and it's interesting Paul that you say that because I think when you're feeling that as a, as a business owner and you're having that like, Oh, do I, do I put this out? And like, there's that uncertainty in it. Cause you're just not sure of it yourself. And it is, it's like so emotionally exhausting. Um, that's where sometimes the can, you know, and then your, your community is like, what? what's happening? Like, and it's not, it's not what's happening. That's confusing them. It's like kind of the vibe around it, you know? And so it's anyways, we can go down, but I, I feel yeah. that on like such a level and I'm still, I feel like I'm still going through that a little bit, yeah. um, a little bit too, to be honest. Identity crisis. I, right? I, am, I am picking up what <laughs> you are putting down. Um, I would love to talk a little bit about women being financially independent because something that I run into, um, and this is also just like selfishly, I want to know because I have a lot of women who are reliant on their partners, um, when it comes to saying yes to investing in themselves, you know, when it comes to making, you know, any decisions that are outside, like the set financials of the family (laughs) and how they operate. So, um, you know, I know I have a lot of people listening who don't feel financially independent. Mm -hmm. So that conversation is, um, it's way more than a conversation. I mean, it's a, it's a really important, it's a self-love tool. It's a, um, you know, if you look at your just wellness in general, you know, financial peace of mind is huge for your emotional health, for your mental health, for all the reasons. So, um, 
there's two different sides of it, right? There's one that you're just like, maybe you've just been ignoring it because it's easier to do that, but your partner is more than willing to be like, yeah, come into the conversation. Like, let's have that conversation. And then there's a situation where there could be some, um, you know, the other partner's wanting to keep control and not open about that and some not healthy relationship things going on there. Um, either way, you start off the conversation um, by talking about shared goals. I find that so much easier than going and being like, hey, like, I want to have a conversation about money. doesn't matter, like, how your relationship is with money. Immediately, your guard kind of goes up, right? Because you're like, oh, my gosh, what are we talking about with money? Are you blaming me for something? Are you, what are you asking me here? So, for example, in your case, like, let's say someone wants to invest in um, a program and they want to go have that conversation with their partner and they're, like, super nervous about it. They don't know how to come up, how to bring that conversation up. So saying something like, hey, you know, I'd love to sit down and have a conversation about our financial goals for the year, you know, what, where we're putting our money, what some of our personal goals are, and what we're working on together, and just kind of talk about that a little bit, Right. Um, because what you're doing then is coming at it from a place of, you know, what's good for us as a whole as a family. Um, and then you can bring up the conversation about, you know, I am wanting to be a little bit more informed or have some more um, feedback when it comes to where we're putting our money. And one of the things that I've been getting really excited about is this program. Here's the investment. Like, here's what I hope to get out of it. Um, and just having that conversation is super mm. It's super empowering sometimes just to say it out loud. And what I have found um, with the women I work with, and, and even in my own life, I get in my own head a lot about having those um, those conversations too. It's that the experience is typically really positive and really support, supportive. And it's, it's usually like, yes, like you go invest in yourself and like, please make sure you're telling me if there are opportunities for you to go and reinvest in yourself because I want to support you in that. Um, yeah. And that's, that's a really beautiful thing. I think sometimes we can get in our heads the way a conversation is going to go. And sometimes it doesn't turn out that way at all in a beautiful, surprising way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say 99.9% of the time it, yeah. it works, works out towards your advantage. So exactly. just communication is key. It really is. is Imagine key. that. Imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, what, what's coming up next for you? You know, what, what are, what are you working on? Yeah, I'm really excited. I am actually in a super, for whatever reason, this whole quarantine experience has really made me like super feeling creative and, um, productive, which hasn't been everyone's experience, but it's been uh, very energizing for me. And so what I did was at the beginning of the year, I launched my program, which I was talking about earlier. It's called Your Richest Year. And it is the tools to set your financial goals and put the systems in place to ditch the debt, to amp up your savings account, to start investing, whatever your goal is, putting those systems and putting everything in place to do that. Um, I did reopen that now because I found that so many people were, like we were talking about, wanting to dig into those numbers and set those financial goals. So um, your richest year is open right now. Um, and then in July, what I'm going to be doing is um, opening up a program for business owners. So helping them, um, just like you were talking about, take control of those numbers, know where your expenses are going, being like a lean, resourceful, creative person when it comes to keeping those expenses low, but keeping your revenue high and creating a profitable business. Because what I've mm. seen is, and I've seen this in my own life too, it's like 
making money doesn't mean you're creating wealth in your business because it can very easily just fly right out the window. And there's a lot of talk, Paul, and you hit the nail on the head. It's like my six figure business and like my $25,000 month. And I'm like, okay, but like, what were your expenses? And all, <laughs> anyways, we could dig real deep onto that too, but um <laughs> That is I had one of those. Exactly. <laughs> where did all the money go? Where did all the money go? What? I'm working my ass off. Like, where is this money going? So that course is going to open up in July, which I'm super excited about. So I'm crafting that up right now. Cool. So um, where where can everyone get in on the Your Richest Year? And yep. like, where, where, where can they find you? Yeah. So smartcookies.com is um is the website i also um i'll send you a poll to you afterwards so i have the spending edit which is a free guide too so people want to dig into that to like dig into their spending um i'll send that and then instagram is (laughs) sandra.gram gram has an e at the end it's not gram a it's just it's just plain old gram (laughs) i love it And I love how vibrant your Instagram is. It just brings me so much joy. Oh my gosh. Um, If I could have one ounce of your vibrancy in my Instagram, I would just be a happy person. I'm trying real hard. Okay, good. Well, I'm I'm happy that you're trying hard. That's all that matters. But we don't try, we do. This is true. We don't try, we do. Okay. I like it. So just, we have one more road trip game and then one more question and then um, I will send you on your way. So... Um, on the road, we always, uh, because self-love is uncensored, we always play fuck, marry, kill. Um, have you ever played that game before? Like a long time ago. Okay, great. Well, we're not doing it with celebrities or people because we don't need a PR scandal on the road. We are going to be playing it with like things or ideas or concepts. So, and I love to make it really challenging for my guests. So, um, and if you're listening for the first time, um, Sandra gets to choose one thing that she would fuck, make passionate love to, one thing she would marry, spend the rest of her life with, and one thing that she would kill, murder, put in the ground. Okay, okay. So fuck, marry, kill. You're going to love me. Spending, saving, investing. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, Marry, investing, obviously. Kill, the spending. And what was the third one? Um, Fuck. Oh yeah, fuck. But what? Make passionate. Um, saving. Oh, saving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like, like make sweet love to the saving, or like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. that works. That yeah, yeah. works perfectly then. <laughs> okay, amazing. I love it. Thought that was going to be harder than it was. No, I, love I was it. so excited. Nice <laughs> and trip. Um, yeah, I was on it. <laughs> and uh, what does self love mean to you? Yeah, um, I love this question. I love what you do. Self-love to me means believing in my like fullest and truest potential and seeing that through. Mm-hmm. Um, something I do, I had this epiphany this year. I write my kids letters on New Year's and just write like what I love about them, what I've learned from them over the years. Mm-hmm. And I wrote this letter to my daughter and I was like bawling at the end of it. And I was like, why don't I talk to myself that way? Like, why, why do I not believe in myself? Like the way I believe in my daughter. And I was like, it changed everything. Like I literally hit this year. I'm like, I don't even care about pandemic and like all the shit that's been going on. Like, I'm like, I'm doing this. Like, and I'm not going to let my daughter not see me do that. Um, Mm. And so, yeah, that's, that's what self-love means to me. So I love that you asked. That's so beautiful. (sighs) 
Wow. Thank you for sharing that. I think that that's a beautiful message that's going to resonate with so many people. It's like, why do we believe in everyone else, but we yeah. don't believe in ourselves? Yeah. Hmm. Something to think about. Good for thought. Oh, Sandra, this has been so magical, and I'm really looking forward to the day that I can welcome you into my car yes. and drive around oh and have God. fun. So, so um, fam, if you are listening and you are ready to take that money journey, go make sure to follow Sandra on Instagram at Sandra Graham and um, sign up for her program. It's very affordable. It's, I'm so into it. And um, we'll see you next time on the road to self-love. Thanks Bye. so much, Paul. This is so fun. Thank you so much for joining me on the road to self-love. It means so much to me that you show up every week to experience these transformative conversations and truly learn how to love yourself from all different points and aspects of life. Now, with that being said, I would be honored if you would be willing to rate and review the show. Better yet, if you subscribe and even share this podcast with one person, it will supply a massive domino effect of these messages reaching so many people who desperately need to hear these words. So if you feel like joining the self-love fam, do that right here and now. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. And most importantly, remember that you are worth it. You deserve it. And you are not alone. We'll see you next time on the road to self-love.